knowing enough to know in the moment that heated, that angry, that drunk, to know enough to go to bed and just be quiet so that when the police came, hopefully I wouldn't be in trouble. Some of you need to really take responsibility. Think about it. Exhausted, it's the middle of the night, like whatever, two in the morning, wasted, but still know enough to understand what I should have been doing. People getting divorced. Tearing their families apart. Coasting through marriage. Or fighting their way through it. I'm Cass. I'm Catherine. We came back from the depths of hell to save our abusive, our toxic marriage. We're moral marriage. Let's flip divorce statistics with the new marriage. And this one's going to be a good one because although not everybody, I think, has had to call the police on their partner, uh, I think we hear about it enough. And I think that, I think a lot of times people should probably call the police. But this is after a lot of reflection, after my restraining order, after your probation, after a lot of personal growth and success moving forward as the man I am now, years later reflecting. Mm -hmm. It wasn't always that way. Yeah. Yeah. So let's let's talk first about what happened that you had to call the cops. All right. All so right. first of all, it was 2018, January 2018. So we've got a lot of years that have gone by. So mm -hmm. I just want to make sure that you guys all know that this didn't happen like yesterday or last <laughs> <year>. <laughs> I hope not. Yeah. It was it was 2018. So what happened then I had to call the cops? Okay. Well, um, we were fighting as we always do. As were. per usual, and the, fights. Yeah, and yeah. if I can say the reason that he's asking me to recap it is because he doesn't quite remember how it went down. I, I only remember some details at the end. Mm -hmm. So you go first. Yeah. So I haven't I haven't really stewed on this, so I don't have and we never talk about this before we before we record, so Forgive me, I don't know a lot of the details. But the gist of it is that we were in a really big fight and he was attack, 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 attack. And I would get really defensive, but I remember I attacked back. And I remember what I said, but I don't think it's important and I don't think it's beneficial for you guys to know what I said. But I remember what I said and I knew that it would make him fly off the handle. So in my mind, because I was so pissed off and I was so hurt, I said something that I knew was just going to drive him over the edge however i didn't know how far over the edge the edge it was going to drive him and i was standing in the living room he was standing kind of on a raised it was yeah. like a we had a we lower had we had a sunken yeah. living room i was in the living room he was up on the little step the step yep. and he immediately started throwing we had a lot of supplements we were in the fitness and nutrition industry for a very long time we still are a little bit and so we had supplements lined up on the counter and he just started throwing them at me so just throwing them at you or around but just around, around yeah around yeah. i think if you wanted to hit me you would have hit me yeah. but it was so you weren't trying to hit me but you were throwing them like i in was my definitely trying to scare the shit out of you definitely yeah, scared, yeah. trying to scare me i was breaking stuff too i remember but i don't remember what i think it was only the things that you were throwing oh, okay. that you were breaking and um then of course screaming at the top of my lungs Yes, yeah. screaming. And so I was obviously backing away. When someone's throwing things at you, you back away. And so I ended up going back to the couch. And I can't remember if I was like, just stop it, go to bed. I don't remember exactly what I was saying, but he came over to the couch and it was terrifying. He mounted the couch. So arms on the back of the couch, legs around me and started thrashing his body back and forth. If I didn't lean back as far as I could, he would have headbutted me right in the face. Now that was not his intention. He was not trying to physically assault me, but he was trying to get as close to physical assault, physical intimidation, high levels of 
physical intimidation to scare me and just to he was out of his mind with anger and i think it's important to understand because i think so many at least i i've heard men in my program that have done it and their wives do sort of similar things to them um obviously usually it's it's not the same couple um but uh very rarely it's not necessarily as aggressive but the point is is just like you used with your words you knew you would hurt me Mm -hmm. the point is anything like this throwing or thrashing or i broke the headrest that you were you you broke the couch that i was yeah i broke the headrest right off the couch Mm -hmm. it was all the same sort of thing why aren't you listening to me you get you can't hear me you're screaming louder and you're saying worse things and you're being physical and it's yes anyways you said i have to call the cops Yes. So he, I don't know if it was while he was thrashing. Obviously it's a little bit of a blur. There was alcohol involved. Mm -hmm. It was a huge fight. I didn't have my phone in my hand while he was thrashing. So I don't know what happened after he stopped the thrashing, but there was still screaming. And I said, that's it. I'm going to call the cops. And as soon as I said that, he said, no, I'm going to bed. Yeah, exactly. I was like, oh man, I could get in a lot of trouble now. And so, and I had already, I already called, I was already dialing 911. He said, Catherine, I'm going to bed. I'm going to bed. And so I'm on the phone with 911 and I said, he said he's going to bed. And they were like, do you believe he's going to bed? And I was like, I don't know. This is terrifying. And so they sent the police. And I was in bed when the police arrived, but it's too late now. Yeah. So where we were, um, and this would be different in every province, every state, but uh, where we were, because she called the cops, because of the nature of the house, because of the nature of the couch, uh, it's automatic charge for assault to protect you. Yeah, it, yeah. I didn't even have a choice. Mm-hmm. The laws in, we were in Alberta at the time, the laws in Alberta state that they have to place a mandatory restraining order when it is a domestic, because in domestic assaults or disputes, they cannot, basically, my understanding was they can't trust the woman to tell the truth in, in case most, she's, she's being, afraid emotion, she's afraid she's, yeah. or she's being threatened and so it's just mm-hmm. automatic restraining order yeah so that's what could be different in where you are but um i want to make sure we when we come back to, to the to that night i want to make sure that we talk mm-hmm. about you see i knew enough to know that i had to change my behavior in the moment so i wouldn't get in trouble with the police okay we'll come back to that mm-hmm. and also i knew enough about what I was doing, what I was saying, because I knew that I would really antagonize him if I said what I said. Mm-hmm. So there's, we're both at fault in this situation. It just so happens, and this happens in a lot of situations, so I don't want to downplay domestic violence at all. But a lot of times in the situations that we work with, and we, we do work with domestic violence, but we work with something called situational domestic violence, which is what we, we went through. We don't work with what's called characterological domestic violence, which which means it's in, it's in your character to be violent. He's not characterologically domestic domestically violent mm-hmm. um and and i definitely am not but i knew that if i said what i said i could antagonize him and then that pushed him as far as he could be pushed so both of us are at fault it's not everything that he did he has to take responsibility for but i can also take responsibility that i was aware of what i was doing so i'm not going to say it's my fault that he that he like almost headbutted me it's not my fault right, that he right. threw things at me but i do play a piece and in the situations we work with at least with the women that i work with if they've been in a violent situation, I make sure I ask what was happening. Was your husband being antagonized? Were you antagonizing your husband? Mm-hmm. Were you instigating? And almost every time they will say, well, yes, I got to push to my edge. And then I called him this. And I knew that like, I shouldn't have done that as soon as I did it, because I knew that I pushed mm-hmm. him over the edge. Most women in the situations that we work with, well, hear me clearly. It's not every situation. Yeah. But they, the, it's very, um, 
of the women are have a big part. I think that, that that's the most important takeaway for you guys right now is to be aware of the situation. We talk a lot about taking responsibility for ourselves. Men think I'm throwing them under the bus, but no, it's because I took responsibility for me. Just like you would be having the same conversation with women who are upset. And you're saying, well, no, I'm taking responsibility right here, mm -hmm. right? I can't be like that. So you need to sort of dig a little bit deeper there. Now, there's more. So that then triggered a lot more crap for the next couple of years. I was afraid of every, like the police deep down. I would get anxiety when I saw sirens or, or sorry, heard sirens or saw lights. I would always throw in your face. How could you do that? I would never blah, 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 blah. And I wanted to bring that up because whether or not she calls the police or he calls the cops like the end of the day like listen that that's me saying how could you do that i'm so great i'm so wonderful you 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 and it perpetuates the cycle mm -hmm. of blaming each other of attacking each other and having to defend yourself instead of going well yeah man, i really shouldn't have got that aggressive mm -hmm. i really should have done things differently right so right? it was it, what he's trying to say is I, he was saying it was my fault that I called, called the police rather than taking responsibility for what he did that mm -hmm. made me call the police. Now, I am owning my side of it, so it makes it a little bit different. But most of the time when we see this, there is a level of anger in the man saying, how could you do this to me? How could you call the police? When in reality, you know, I antagonized him at the point that I called the police, but I could have called the police years prior. Oh, yeah. Months prior. I mean, I, minutes prior to it actually exploding, it would have justified me calling the police mm -hmm. multiple times. It just so happened that at that moment, I felt like it was so out of control and I was, I potentially, I could have been unsafe. Mm -hmm. And this is really important. This is a really valuable lesson because, you know, we're going to do the next episode of porn. But, you know, it, the amount of times I've heard men say, well, you, you make me use porn because you don't want me, right? And like, this is just another example of where you're not taking responsibility for what you can do to save your marriage, to, to level up the marriage, to show up in your marriage. And so you're just blaming your partner, you know? Now, I wanted to touch before we end this episode on knowing the difference, knowing that you were going to push my buttons, you knowing that, and, and I did a lot of that too. Oh boy, the, can I call you next names and stuff like that, and, you know? Uh, knowing enough to know in the moment that heated that angry that drunk to know enough to go to bed and just be quiet so that when the police came hopefully i wouldn't be in trouble some of you need to really take responsibility think about it exhausted it's the middle of the night like whatever two in the morning wasted but still know enough to understand what i should have been doing but never thought about it until you called my bluff i'll say call my bluff Okay. And until there was another party that was going to be involved. So it didn't take me seriously. Mm -hmm. But when there was someone that you need to take seriously, you knew the difference and took it seriously. I think that's the most valuable lesson that we can leave with you, leave you with here today, everybody. So that if you can take a minute when you're worried about protecting you and think about protecting your partner, think about protecting the marriage, the future, your children, you know, we had Castle there with us, with us then, mm -hmm. right? And, you know, like, if, if you can think about it like that, who am I defending? Us or me? Then maybe you can start to make some of the right choices. Mm -hmm. All right, guys, we'll see you next time.